in the morning. To push the crime rate below 1% for the rest of the year, the new Founding Fathers of America test a sociological theory that vents aggression for one night in one isolated community. But when the violence of oppressors meets the rage of the others, the contagion will explode from the trial city borders and spread across the nation. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, here we are in July. It's my birthday month. and uh, Happy birthday, Corey. Thank you. And so I got to pick the theme, and we are talking about unnecessary sequels this month. And guess what? An unnecessary sequel just came out on my birthday. Paul and I went to go see it. The first Purge. It's, a, it's an unnecessary prequel, I guess. But you know what? You just heard what the Google description of this movie has to say. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. We're going to try our best to have no spoilers for this. Um, or as few as possible. So yeah, just so just be warned, there may be a few spoilers if you haven't seen it. It is brand new. Um, but again, let's dive right into it. Paul, top or bottom first? Let's start with the top first. If we can find um, enough enough good in this movie. Alright, so uh, so for me, number three, the action sequences. Um, th- they're pretty cool. I mean, they, they look straight out of a video game, you know, when you've got those, uh, those quick actions, you know, you get right up to another character and you press, like, one button and you, like, do a backflip, stab him in the knee, shoot him in the face, and then, like, you know, launch Use their spine into the outer, <laughs> in, in outer space, you know. It, it, it looks really cool. Um, super unrealistic, but, uh, you know, looks cool. Uh, number two, um, there are some crazy ass old ladies who, uh, who wanted to participate in the purge and, um, they participate by uh, spoiler alert here. Uh, they participate by rigging teddy bears in an alley to explode. And, uh, it's awesome. They, they explode teddy bears and they cackle like the, uh, like the crotchety old men in the Muppets. Like it, it's fantastic. I love it. It was if they were in the purge, they would just be there, like, blowing up teddy bears and laughing. Ah, ha, 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 ha. It, it is, like, the single best visual of, like, quote-unquote anarchy that could happen during the purge. In that movie, in that one moment, they were better purgers than anyone in purge anarchy. Um, number one, there is a character in this film called Skeletor. He is this crazy-ass motherfucker uh, from the streets, and... Uh, like he just he gets he he coins the term purge. They take that from him. Uh, that's like in the first couple minutes of the movie. Um, but he get he gets all like ready to go out and purge for the night. And uh, boy, does he purge! And does he have a screen presence like no one else in this film? All right, top three, number three. I thought this film was just going to, going into the film. It, really gives you the impression they're just going to, you know, go straight into the purging, straight into the violence. They're going to really limit the kind of, um, the political bullshit, the, um, you know, the social commentary, which I don't mind social commentary. It's just in all the purge films, it's so unnecessary. Plus the purge is kind of a dumb idea in the first place. So having it just kind of makes it seem even less realistic, but you know, I going into it, it, it had a strong start. I'll say that much. Number two, I liked some of the characters. Um, I liked the 
two old ladies who um, use teddy, use exploding teddy bears as their weapon. Though after that, they're completely gone from the film. Sorry, spoiler in that one. There was these like three old guys who were pretty cool. They made um, they made some pretty pretty good um, comments. Had some pretty good one liners, and um, the one one of the main characters was this a guy named Dimitri. He was this drug dealer who was kind of kind of ended up being pretty badass. I mean, his moves were completely unrealistic. There's no way he could have, like, survived what he did. But, you know, it was kind of like a, um, kind of like a drug-dealing um, Rambo from Staten Island. So I was able to appreciate that. It's like, it's like this movie's John Wick. Kind of, yeah. And number one, Skeletor. He was this crazed drug addict who... Just wanted to kill people. He hated everybody. He was completely insane. The movie starts out where he's being interviewed, just talking about how he was wants to purge people. Like Corey says, he coined the term purge, and I, I was hoping the film would just be him and people like him, just like fighting to the death. This would just be battle royale in Staten Island. But unfortunately, there was not enough Skeletor, and well. We'll get to the bottom three. So for me, the bottom three, number three, um, you know, some of the characters who would, I would have liked to survive did not survive the movie. Um, that that's as much as I'm going to say on that matter. Uh, number two, spoiler alert here. So the whole government interference thing, where you know the government sends these mercenaries or soldiers in to kill people during this purge to bolster the numbers of the dead in these low SES areas, it was the whole premise of the second movie, Anarchy, and yet we rehash that here in this movie. Like, come on, guys, you're only four movies into this. You you don't have a new concept or a new thing that you can do. Fuck. Tremors is up to six movies, and they've done different things every time. Come on, guys. You're only at four movies. You can do better than this, or, or maybe not. Number one, the ham-fisted, fucking ram-down-your-throat political commentary that envelops the second half of this movie is just ridiculous. I'm going to the purge because I want to see people getting murdered in the streets. I'm not going to the purge to hear what you have to think about the current political climate. No, I don't care about that. You did. That was the whole point of you making the purge election year was to give your opinion on the political climate. And then because you were wrong in election year, you were like, oh, I guess we have to go make another movie. And for the first first 30 minutes, I was like, oh, wow. They learned how to be subtle. They made a couple tiny jokes. You know, one was actually pretty funny. But no, no. Then you get into the second half of the film, and they're like, here's our ideals. You must share them. Like, uh, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, this is not what I came to see this movie for. No, not that I didn't expect it. I just, I was very disappointed that they continued to do it. Yeah, political and social commentary isn't a bad thing. In fact, there are a lot of films I like that have that kind of stuff. It's just, this one is so ham-fisted. It's so in your face, and just really, I mean, it's the fucking purge. Well, I'll get into my bottom three. Number three, most of the characters in this film, including the main characters, were either pointless or really boring. And you've got Isaiah, who kind of kind of bitches out of killing... Um, 
killing Skeletor, which is good because Skeletor is a better character. And then he gets scared and calls his sister to save him. Like, what the fuck is she going to do? Like, she's there, like, protecting people in a church, and you're too much of a bitch to, like, fucking handle the purge. Fuck you, dude. Like, you deserve to be purged. Like, I'm not saying he was. Like, that would be a spoiler. But if he was or wasn't. So, yeah. Number two. So they introduced a great character. This completely insane guy. I already mentioned Skeletor. I would love to see a movie of just this guy, like, as, like, a serial killer. He, they, the guy who played, who played him, I don't know what his name was, but great actor. He should, he should be, just, he, he should be the next, like, slasher, like, slasher villain or hero or whatever. He should be the next Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger or Candyman. Exactly. He was, like, all of them put together, only, like, completely psychotic. He didn't have, like, oh, what was me? I had a bad childhood. He was just like, no, I want to fucking kill people because I'm nuts. It was great. And they really don't do much with him. His his final scene was very disappointing. And overall, they they missed out on a huge opportunity with him, which is a real shame. Yeah, he was, he, he was just kind of like in and out of the film, like towards the beginning and then out for a while and then back yeah. for a little bit, but not enough. He was put into the wrong film. Skeletor, you were too good for this film. I'm sorry that they wasted your talents on this piece of shit. And number one, so this is a problem I've had with all of the, all of the um, Purge films is... It would be an interesting kind of psychological experiment where you try to see how people would react if suddenly there were no rules. But then they, like, ruined that with, like, oh, well, it's really a secret plot to kill people with the, from the government. But, like, it's also, a, like, a, a, com- a commentary on the nature of humanity, but it's really not. And they undermine every point they try to make. They, like Corey said, they ham-fist a bunch of commentary. And overall, like, it's just not interesting. The Purge in and of itself is a stupid idea. But it could be cool if they make it either mindless action or they just focus on a few people kind of, like, you know, exploring the idea of there not being, being any rules. Maybe they, maybe they wouldn't even go, like, full, you know, murder, but it would at least be kind of interesting. Or, you know, just go full on, like, everybody kill, everybody killing everybody anarchy. That would be cool. But, like, this whole, like, you know, we're going to send the military to kill people and blah, blah, blah. It's just so dumb. It's like, oh, well, there are bullshit reasons why we're doing this that don't make any sense. And, and like, ultimately would completely defeat the purpose of what you're trying to do. But, like, you know, whatever. Let's, why bother, like, knowing how, how psychology works? Why bother making a fun film when you can have this, like, contrived piece of shit? Well, yeah, and, and they, they even address that in the movie in a, uh, again, a not-so-subtle way. And, um, but we'll, we'll let you see the movie to, to actually find out how they, they deal with that, people, you know, actually, like, looking at the facts. Because, you know, they, they need the purge. It's the only way to solve every problem instead of, like, you know, something that might not be completely idiotic, like the fucking purge. So, uh, normally this is where we'd have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. But uh, we did just see this in the theater. We didn't have a notepad or, you know, whip our phones out and start taking notes. So, uh, we didn't actually grab any quotes from the movie. 
Um, so again, if, if you want to have some quotes or if you have a favorite quote from this film, leave it in the comments below. Um, there, there were a couple fun one-liners. Um, not enough. And not enough by Skeletor. So I think it's time for us to give our final take on this film. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are a bar scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 4 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10. So I, I, I have to admit, the, the Purge movies are one of my guilty pleasure films, uh, film series. Um, they're not good. They are definitely bad. Um, and each one of them seems to have like the same kind of faults. Uh, but The Purge, uh, what, what's this one called? The First Purge. Um, I mean, really, the, the worst part is that it starts out so slow. It takes about 40 minutes to get to the actual Purge part. And even when you get to the Purge part, it's like, oh, yeah, this is going on. And it doesn't get to like the actual meat of what the Purge is for even another like, 15, 20 minutes. Um, so it's just a very slow, slow burn to get to that point. And once it does get to that, it just feels like it's over so soon. Uh, they underutilize everybody um, and that, that should be utilized, and they overutilize or overactionize the people that really shouldn't be. Um, it really is kind of like I wasn't you know, disappointed because I knew what I was getting into when I went into it, um, but I, just, I, I knew they could do better. And they didn't, I mean. But again, I, I, I like the Purge movies. I enjoy watching them. I would probably watch it again. But, you know, it's, it's not everybody's cup of tea. That should have been one of my top three. I wasn't disappointed because I had no expectations of this film. My expectations were so low that I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> I, was, I had no expectations, yet I was still disappointed. <laughs> All right, so every time I go to watch one of the films in the Purge series, I'm naively optimistic. I think to myself, yeah, sure, the last one was boring, filled with clunky dialogue, unnecessary and unsubtle social commentary, and one-dimensional characters, and, you know, some of the most tame writers I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, maybe this one will be different. Maybe this one will be the just complete chaotic anarchy, anarchy that I was hoping it would be. No. This one, like the other ones, was in the series, thought it was far deeper and more intelligent than it actually was. It tries, you know, having some kind of, you know, message and everything, and it's just so obnoxious. It's like you're watching a porn, but, like, you actually have to watch the plumber, like, actually fix the pipes and everything. Like, that defeats the entire purpose of the film. The only way these films could kind of work if, is if they were, you know, an, an exploration of, the, of human nature. Showing, like, how real people would react to a situation where there were no laws or rules or anything like that. But they they absurd that and ruin that idea by trying to have, you know, it's just evil government conspiracy, which not only is stupid in the first place, but really just kind of takes away all the, all the fun of what a purge film should be, which is people killing each other just because they can. I, I hope every time I go into one of these films that, you know, it'll just be people killing people and they'll, they won't have this convoluted, you know, evil scheme by some evil organization, which, you know, is way more 
convoluted and stupid than should than would realistically exist. But I know I know at this point I'm never gonna get that from the series. I'm gonna have to I hope that one day, you know, an actual decent, you know, franchise will take the a similar concept and do it right. But I've lost faith in the Purge series. I don't know why I had any from had any in the first place. It kind of seemed like it might be a good idea, but no. The Purge, the first Purge, like all the other Purge films, is a piece of shit. Fuck this franchise. It needs to be purged from existence. So there you have it, a uh, 4 out of 10 from me, a 6 out of 10 from Paul. Uh, normally at this point, we uh, give every B-movie review an A-movie companion, tell you why they're the same film, just different standards and caliber. Um, this is obviously an A-movie. It just came out in theaters. Um, but because it is um, Unnecessary Sequel Month, uh, we're not going to talk about A-movie companions. We are going to say, you know, either why this was so unnecessary in comparison to the original films or what would have made it, like, an actual necessary sequel. So I think this would have been a necessary sequel if they would have went in a completely different direction and made this, like... A kind of pay-it-forward situation where you start by following one character and they go out to purge and they get killed and you follow that person's killer until they get killed and it goes so on and so forth throughout the night and you just kind of see like how the purge evolves or takes place um, in a way that is like a little more chaotic and you know doesn't have this convoluted storyline or ham-fisted political um, you know whatever you want to call it, social commentary in it. And I think I think that would be a much more necessary or a better sequel. It's like a game of tag only with murder. I think this could have been a, I wouldn't say necessary sequel, but, you know, worthy of, you know, being watched and considered if it had been kind of like what you said, where it is focused around the killers, but where, you know, they introduced Skeletor, the like the killer and everything, the the psychotic guy of the film, and he has these like syringe like claws like Wolverine that he like makes, and he does absolutely nothing with them. Sorry, spoiler. Don't get your hopes up with this film. But I thought if like they just followed just specifically the people in the city instead of going back and forth to the politicians and all these other people and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, these the people hiding in the church, which I don't know why they thought they'd be safe in a church. That was kind of dumb. But if they just focused on strictly the anarchy, if they'd so focus strictly on, you know, how people would act and everything, maybe they wouldn't even start out killing each other. Be like, all right, I can get away with, you know, you know, robbing this convenience store. Ha, no one can do anything. Well, I mean, they can shoot you, but, like, you know, it's like people are, like, slowly realize, like, wow, I can kill somebody and get away with it. That would be kind of interesting instead of just going, like, full stupidity and, like, having, like, armed, like, professional military people killing the citizens. That was... It, it just defeats the purpose of it. Like, I... It's... If it had been a purge, if any of the purge films had been what they advertised themselves as, I mean, this one didn't really. The trailer was terrible and kind of told you it was going to be terrible. But I remember watching the um, trailer for the first one, the second one, thinking, wow, this actually seems like it might be 
kind of interesting and it like kind of an exploration of you know human nature and like slowly kind of like getting away with like seeing what you can get away with but they just couldn't do that they had to be they had to be dicks so they had to be like pretentious assholes and, and fuck them so uh, again yeah why not follow the killers instead of following the people that are trying to survive and not kill people like that's the whole point of the purge is to get out there and to kill and to, to release your anger and to purge your sins or whatever they call it in the later films. But no, they don't. They focus on these people who don't want to kill that just want to like stay inside and hide and how they have to run around and avoid everything. Um, but I digress. You know, there are so many ways it could have been different. Um, it really given new life to the series. You know, think about um, Battle Royale. I know we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but you had a bunch of kids on an island and they had to kill each other. What if you had, because this one took place on Staten Island, which isn't a very large area, but people were watching it. And what if, like, you know, it was kind of like Battle Royale, except the people didn't have to kill each other. They didn't have to. Um, they didn't have to commit crimes, but, like, kind of being watched and how they end up reacting to, like, just getting a little bit of um, anarchy, just a little bit of um, exemption from, like, consequence. I thought that would have been a much better idea. I've, actually, I've thought this from every Purge film I've watched. Like, what if it was just a slow and, like, steady realization of, like, there are, there are no consequences as long as, I can, you know, as long as I can run fast enough or shoot fast enough? I, I think that would have been a much better idea. I think it would have been much more interesting. It would have it would have actually made for a much better like commentary on like human nature and you could have you could have even done the political stuff stuff better cuz I don't think political commentaries are bad. In fact, I there are a lot of political commentaries in films that I love, but this one is so ham-fisted like actually having, you know, them like rig the um purgers with um paid mercenaries and just like uh, paid mercenaries, they were pretty shitty um, at doing their job, but if they had um, just kind of really tried to see what human nature was and then gone from there before making policies, I thought that would have been a lot better, but they just couldn't leave well enough alone and just have us, just let us have our, like, our basically mindless, like, murders or, like, you know, decay of um, society for one night, like, God damn it, like, it, it shouldn't have been that hard. So I think it's time to tell our friends how to uh, drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. So if you're fortunate enough to be in a theater where you are able to have a drink, or you're listening to this after the, pur- the first purge comes out and you can drink freely in your abode, um, number one, every time there's a news report, take a drink. Number two, anytime you see a new or different mask on a person, take a drink. Number three, whenever you see someone who has red contacts instead of blue contacts, take a drink. Number four, every time the purge is referred to as the experiment, take a drink. And number five, because it's unnecessary sequel month, every time they reuse something from a previous installment of the movie franchise, take a drink. Every time someone says the word purge in a way that feels really forced and unnecessarily inserted, take a drink. Every time a window is broken, take a drink. Every time Skeletor kills somebody and just doesn't such a joyful manner, 
take a drink. Every time someone does an unrealistic and stupid ninja pose after they kill somebody, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. So, here we are. It's the end of the first week of Unnecessary Sequel Month. I know we did something different than we were going to do originally. Um, so, at the top of the list has got to be The First Purge. It's number one. Yeah, it's also number um, th- two, three, four, and how many months, how many Fridays are in this month? I think, I think it's only four this month. All right, so it's um, number one, two, three, and four right now, so hopefully it'll move down. So, uh, you know, next week we're going to get back on track, and we are going to take a look at Beyond Reanimator, the third installment of the Reanimator series with uh, Jeffrey Combs reprising his role as Dr. Herbert West. I mean, it already sounds better than, um, than the first Purge. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we're in. 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 We're in